0: Run. Am I mocked? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Today's scripture is from Luke 1, verses 67 through 80. Zechariah's prophecy. John's father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied: Bless the Lord God of Israel, because of God has come to help and has delivered the people. God has risen up a mighty Savior for us from the house of David just as God said through the mouths of the holy prophets long ago. God has brought salvation from our enemies and from the power of all those who hate us. God has shown the mercy promised to our ancestors and remembered our holy covenant, the solemn pledge God made to our ancestor Abraham. God has granted that we would be rescued from the power of our enemies so that we could serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness in god's eyes for as long as we live you child will be called a prophet of the most high for you will go before the lord to prepare the way you will tell the people how to be saved through the forgiveness of their sins because of the god's deep compassion the dawn from heaven will break upon us and give light to those who are sitting in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide us on the path of peace. The child grew up becoming stronger in character. He was in the wilderness until he began his public ministry to Israel.
1: Okay, let's begin class. Did you get a piece this week, an art piece? Oh, well, we'll have to do it not talking about the art piece. (laughs) Okay, let's see. So Zachariah, that's who we're with this morning. And uh, let's review. Let's review where we've been. Daniel, you gave us a great start. Um, A few weeks ago, we... um, had um, Elizabeth finding out that she was going to be pregnant, right? And what did she do? <laughs> That's right. She laughed, right? Because she's like, God, I'm old. <laughs> That's ridiculous. But what happened? She's pregnant. And he, okay, you're going to know the answers to these questions. Okay. <laughs> and then, and then uh, we learned someone else got pregnant. Who was that somebody else? Mary. Yes. Yes, and then we learned Elizabeth and Zachariah are from uh, the elite of the of the um, the elite. There we go of the culture. The elite of the culture. Mary and Joseph not so much, and um, and young and Mary's young. She's a teenager that maybe just have been playing um, Mother May I just a, a week before, right? Like, like very very different. But what do they do? They spend time together. To, because indeed, and now we can kind of have an understanding of how oppressive and ugly uh, Palestine can be sometimes. That They were occupied by Rome just as there's an occupation now. And it's scary, and then they're coming up pregnant in a way that it doesn't make sense. So what did we learn last week that could have happened to them if they didn't have a Disney prince? They could have been killed. They could have been stoned to death. But instead, we have Joseph, Kind of that flat character, but that important character. And then today we have Zechariah, And what we got is his song, his delight in having Elizabeth be the carrier of the prophet. And who's that prophet that he named last week? John, yes. John the Baptist, yes, yes. So um, this first part that Barbara read for us, um, is all about, and I love this, and it is, it's Jewish literature at its best. It's saying, oh, wait, wait, wait. What happened to Zechariah when the angel Gabriel came to him and he said, Elizabeth is going to be pregnant? Right, why was, why, why was he hushed? Why was he hushed? That's right. He, was, he needed data, Right right? He needed, you know, Elizabeth, remember, Elizabeth had answered and said, okay, this is ridiculous. I'm laughing, but I believe you because I know that you did this for Sarah. I know that you've done this before, right? So Gabriel's like, okay, good, good grasshopper, good grasshopper, good disciple. And, and then, but then Zachariah, data man is like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And then Gabriel's like, yeah, wait a minute. I got data. Abraham and Sarah, right? So then I loved what you did, Carrie. What did God do when um, Zechariah did not have faith? Silenced. silenced him. And then last week we saw that beautiful painting of Zechariah speaking of the Holy Spirit. And then this week is that poem. And he's saying, God, you will change our future. Because we have been people of faith, and now I get it, (laughs) and now I get it, I want to sing for others what you can do. Even when we live amongst those who hate us, you will be there for us. I love this poem, as Jewish literature does. It doesn't talk necessarily in the now. It talks in the past And in the future. It says you've been there for us in the past. You'll be there for us in the future. And then this future happens to be John. I think it's about verse 76. There's kind of a change in the speech. Because Zechariah is first talking about himself. And then there's a turn. He's talking about John. And how John is going to change the world. And how John is uh, going to be... Um, a life force for good, and um, Fred Craddock. Did you ever read any Fred Craddock preaching guy? He made the connection that um, Samson also gets a song sung for him for that, and Samuel. Hannah sings about Samuel, the same song, and it's just that little line at the end. Um, I think of it as a as an ad for, or, or I think of it as the end of a press release because it says. And he lived a public life in Israel, right? Like, <laughs> And Fred Craddock says that's actually the most important part because it connects it back to Hannah's song and to Samson. Again, making, connecting all of this, that God has done this before and God will do it again. And then I thought, I'm like, okay, the world is just really ugly right now, Amen. And these stories, oh, they're cute, <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> and I was like, and as you know, I'm always looking for a way. How do we connect this into maybe lives that we've lived and lives that we're going to live? And I started thinking about um, songs because, well, we sing too, don't we? And songs of prayer. And the song that just kept coming to my mind was We Shall Overcome. And... Uh, you know, just like the rest of you, um, I've been an activist, a baby activist, and all through, and so when you're out um, at all these things, you sing We Shall Overcome all the time, right? And sometimes I'd get, oh, here we go. Oh, beautiful white people. Oh, God, here we go again. And then it's like, okay, no, no, no. So, So, of course, what did I do? I started going down the rabbit hole, and I'm like, wait a minute, I know I know one of one time how it's the the credit of when it got introduced to the civil rights movement was um uh, Karnak, who's from uh Southern California, so the story has a Southern California connection um, as well as a slavery connection. Let me make that for you so let's start with um, I first had learned that Carnock had um, learned it from Pete Seeger and um Carnock was at the Highlander School in Tennessee, which you've heard about before, a school that um, trained uh, white and black folk to be working on uh, reconciliation. In fact, the Fellowship of Reconciliation Organization came from there, and they were called us all sorts of good things, like communist, Daniel, because here in this country, when anyone cares for the least, the last, or lost, they're called a communist, and they think that's a bad name, but you can tell them the truth of what a real communist is, right? So, um, so... Um, he learns it there. But it turns out this song goes all the way back to slavery times, and it was sung in the fields, and they would say, I will be all right. I will be all right. I will be all right. Be all right. And then an African-American Methodist preacher Decided to use it in church one day. And so in 1901, it started to be sung in black churches. And again, with the pronoun I. And so it's growing up there. And then in 1947, um, an African-American coming to the Highlander School um, sings sings it for the uh, woman who led the music there was the music programmer. Because they were trying to find songs they could be singing, because now they're, they're starting. And they were working for um, mine workers in Virginia. And they started singing the song there. And then the thing, when you start learning about the different eras of where it's sung, the words are changed for that issue. But I thought it was really telling. It used to be I. Then in 1960, Karnak gets invited to the Highlander School, and he's teaching songs to folks who are now going to start doing um, uh, the the drugstore, you know, come on, lunch lunch towers, the sit-ins, at the Walgreens, at the lunch counters in Nashville. <laughs> and um, so they need songs. So Carnac's there teaching songs. And then Bernice Johnson was one of the students, African-American students from Georgia. And she says, no, 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 because they're singing we. We shall overcome. She's like, baby, no, no, it's I, it's I. And and then, uh, and she says in this interview, she says, I couldn't believe now that we... Now I'm being corrected by a white guy who just learned the song, telling we how we need to sing this song. Here we are again. And then she says what she says in the interview. She goes, but you know, for this to show that we together are in this fight, I gave him the we. I gave him the we. And this song has been used over and over again. Amen. And I love it when when, 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 one moment flow. I love it. I love it when we're at certain marches and we say um, we shall overcome today or we say this day um, or we say we will be free. We are really good prayers. That's what we are. So I wanted you to know that you are living out the texts of the past. You are living out that God will make a change and we will be part of it and that God has called us, whether we are at the top of the economic spectrum, which I know none of us are here, or if we are just average or if maybe we're a little bit under. It doesn't matter if you're married or Elizabeth, if you're Abraham or Sarah, if you're Zachariah or Joseph, you are called to sing. Flow. I was a student at UC Berkeley in the early 60s. A hub of communists, Daniel. And no, you can't hear. Yes. We shall overcome was our hymn. Yes. Yes, yes. And I love that there's the Pete Seeger connection. Um, there, there is the Karnak student connection. There's, oh, and that Martin Luther King, he, when he went to visit Highlander School in 47. That was the first time he heard the song too. So I love, and, and as my clergy sister friend and I were going down a rabbit hole going, we're going to do, we shall overcome today. That's what we're going to do. And then she read to me as we were looking up all this stuff, this song is not only sung in the United States. This song is sung in India. This song is, has been sung in North Korea. Can you imagine that? Then you're probably arrested, right? This song, it, the, our, our little, it, every country of the world sings this song. We shall overcome God is with us God is ridiculous spectacular and is going to carry us through so much so we will continue the story tonight that Mary what is having a baby yes and Joseph is will be right next to her Amen? amen amen